Welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. We just stand in awe of you this morning. You rose and you conquered the grave. Thank you for the victory that we have in you. We recognize that victory this morning. And we ask the same resurrection power. Let it be in effect in our lives this day. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Put your hands together for the Lord as you have your seat in God's presence. Hallelujah. I want to welcome everyone this morning and those that are watching online on Mixer Lao. God bless you. And um, it's a glorious season that we're in. I woke up this morning and God began to speak to me about what he would have us um, experience today. And he said to me that tell my people that hope lives here. Someone say hope lives here. Say hope lives here. So this is what God told me. He said darkness is not the problem of the world. Evil or the presence or expression of evil is not the problem of the world. We are a people that came out of darkness. We are a global society that emanated from deep, 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 deep gross darkness. Glory to God. So the fabric of our existence and survival is born out of the foundation of darkness. So darkness is not the problem of the world. Darkness is not what you and I should be afraid of. Glory to God. It's not the problem of the world. Genesis 1 and from verse 1. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. Glory to God. So darkness was the foundation from which you and I came from. Darkness was the foundation from which life came from. So right now the world is experiencing darkness. So we shouldn't be afraid. We shouldn't be scared. We shouldn't be worried. Why? Because when darkness is, light has opportunity to shine. Glory to God. So darkness is not the problem. COVID-19 is not a problem. Any disease whatsoever is not a problem. That is not the problem. God knew that darkness was in the world at the time when he was creating the world. So it came out of darkness. So that shouldn't be a problem. And the Bible says the world will get darker still. But that is still not a problem. Why? Because there is a light that needs to shine. Hallelujah. There is a glory that needs to find expression. There is a child of God that needs to rise up filled with the spirit of grace and shine throughout the earth. There is something that needs to come out of you. So anytime you see darkness show, you just rejoice and give glory to God because a light is coming forth from inside of you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said the spirit of God was moving over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. So his, his, his response to darkness was not to dis, uh, discuss the darkness. Was not to analyze the darkness and put up a board or something and begin to de 
describe how the darkness is going to transcend from one thing to another whether it is technology whether it is true disease we have no business whatsoever as believers discussing the darkness god did not discuss the darkness when he wanted to create the earth darkness was upon the earth was upon the face of the deep and god said let there be light he didn't discuss the darkness he had no business relating with the darkness he spoke for light and light be and what did the bible tell us in Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 it says you are the salt of the earth but if the salt loses its flavor how shall it be seasoned it is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men verse 14 says you are the light of the world a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house and it says let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven so realize that in this season the question you're asking God is how can my light shine this season the question you're asking God is that how can this lampstand be a light to the world this season no matter how deep the darkness is, there is a light in every believer that can shine. There is a light in every believer that is designed to shine. I don't care what the economy of the world is. You don't live by the economy of the world. You live by the currency of faith. Glory to God. You live by the currency of faith. This season, a lot of businesses are opening up, Pastor. A lot of, a lot of companies are making multi-millions this season. Glory to God. We were discussing the other day, uh, the, the founder of Zoom. I think this period he made about, uh, I don't know how many billion. They said he's made just so, so, 4 billion right now. The last time I checked, it was 2 billion. In two months. And then someone is crying that there's darkness. There's darkness. No. Let your light shine. Look very carefully. The other day, someone called me up from the US and said, I want to do a business. And I think, um, I've been thinking about you. What do you think about it? In this darkness... In this darkness so let your light shine don't go the way of the world you have a different economy you have a different system you have a different mode of operation if you begin to focus on their mode of operation you will lose out on the things that God has for you glory to God so every believer is saddled with the responsibility of expressing God here on earth that's our responsibility and last Sunday, I was telling you about that the level of manifestation of divinity and influence of the creator is directly proportional to the level of expression of grace each individual carries. What it means is that the God that is in you must find expression within the environment that you are. And God cannot be more God than the God that is inside of you. We are the ones express God so God cannot be more God than the individual expressions of God that is inside of us in this room right now he cannot be more God than that Matthew 6 and verse 22 it says the lamp of the body is the eye if therefore your eye is good your whole body will be full of light but if your eye is bad your whole body will be full of darkness if therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? So the darkness is not the problem. 
is that the light in you is full of darkness. That's why the darkness is great. So in my home, in my environment, in my community, if I'm seeing darkness, it means that the light in me is full of darkness. That's why the darkness is great. That's why the darkness is gross. Glory to God. That's why it's great. That's why it's gross. Hallelujah. We are the hope of the system. Someone say, I'm the hope of the system. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 1. It says, therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received, we do not lose heart. But we have renounced the hidden things of shame. Not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully. But by manifesting the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. He said, but if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Whose mind the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe. Lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Say, for we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bond servant for Jesus' sake. For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in your heart to give light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So God has commanded the light to shine out of darkness in you. In you. So that Jesus will be seen. That's the only reason. So we cannot afford to lose heart this season or be afraid. The presence or appearance of darkness is not the permission for a light to dwindle. It's not the permission or to be completely absent. So that darkness is there doesn't mean that our light should be threatened. No. The Bible says in John chapter 1, it says Jesus is the light that lights everyone that comes into the world and that Jesus is the source of life. And he's shown his light. And the darkness could not comprehend it. The darkness could not understand it. That's the way we are supposed to find expression. The darkness should not understand how we are finding expression. So we shouldn't because of darkness cover up our light. No. We shouldn't because of darkness hide our light. No. In spite of the darkness we shine. We shine as light. Glory to God. Glory to God. Proverbs 11, 11. It says by the blessing of the upright the city is exalted. But it's overthrown by the mouth of wickedness. So by the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted. This season, believers need to take position more than ever before. More than ever before. So whenever there is a negative effect or expression of some sort, light finds a way to manifest. Life and life finds a way to find expression. Glory to God. Romans 11 from verse 11 I say then they have stumbled that they should fall certainly not have they stumbled that they should fall certainly not but through their fall to provoke them to jealousy salvation has come to the Gentiles now if their fall is riches for the world and their failure riches for Gentiles how much more their fullness he said, for I speak to you Gentiles. Inasmuch I'm an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry. If by any means I may provoke to jealousy those who are my flesh and save some of them. For if their being cast away is reconciling of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from death? Listen, he said, for if the fresh fruit is holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches were broken off and you being a wild olive tree were grafted in among them and with them became
became a partner of the root and fatness of the olive tree. Do not boast against the branches. But if you do boast, remember that you do not support the root, but the root supports you. You will say then, branches were broken off that I may be grafted in. Well said. Because of unbelief, they were broken off. And you stand in faith. Do not be haughty, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he may not spare you either. Therefore, consider the goodness and severity of God on those who fell. Severity towards your good, towards your goodness if you continue in his goodness. Otherwise, you will also be cut off. I'm reading all this to, to so that you get a clear picture. Let's jump to the last verse. Verse 25. I said, for, if I do, for I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this ministry, lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentile has come. Listen, if darkness shows up upon a people in a society or a nation, there is a fullness of light that is meant to find expression. There is a fullness of light that is meant to find what? Expression. So when darkness shows up and some people were cut off and some other people were added. Darkness showed. Some people were cut off. Some other people were added. So you cannot say because they were cut off and I was added, then I'm okay. No. No. Your own is to shine as light. Glory to God. So there is a grafting in of another set of people that is meant to be in effect. So the bottom line is that at every point in time, light will find expression. Whether some people were cut off and some were grafted in or some were grafted in because some were cut off. No, at every point in time, light must find expression. Glory to God. Isaiah 16 verse 1. It says, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And he said, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. He said, then Gentiles shall come to your light. You know, we read that scripture a lot. And then we, we get to the point where we say, the Gentiles shall come to the brightness of my rising. But you are not rising. How will the Gentiles come? You are not rising. You are not taking up your position. How will the Gentiles come? No, the Gentiles will not come. The first instruction is that arise in the midst of darkness. Then the Gentiles will come to the brightness of your rising. Arise in the midst of darkness. Then the glory of God will be seen upon you. And then the Gentiles will come to that glory. It's not about you. Do you think it's about you? No. It's about the plan of God. What he wants to do from the beginning of the world. It's not about any of us whatsoever. God has a plan and an agenda. And he will fulfill that agenda through us. So we are rising up for him to find expression through us. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, I feel the presence of God. Oh, shakatala bahaya. Oh, You know, we've been consumed so much about the wealth of the Gentiles and the abundance of the sea. We have forgotten that instruction. The first instruction is that we should rise up as light first. That's the first instruction. Rise up as light. So we find people who don't want to rise up as light for anything, but want the wealth of the Gentiles to come. That's robbery. That's robbery. You shine as light. Then the brightness of your light will pull them. That's the only way. You shine as light. They begin to question your curiosity. They begin to ask, how are you doing the things you are doing? They begin to question the God that is in you. That's what they told them, uh, uh, the disciples. They said these people are Christians. They are behaving like Christ. They are not like normal people. They are not like ordinary people. They are finding expression the way God is finding expression. They looked at them and said, we cannot understand what's happening to them. So we call them Christians. 
Christ-like. That's where we got the expression from. It's not a set of people that come for church or that carry Bible and preach. No. It's a set of people that express Christ. That's why they call them Christians. Christ-like. Behaving like Christ. We could not understand them. We couldn't. They, they, the way they behave, the way they talk, the way they operate is not like normal people. So we call them Christians. They are behaving like Christ. It means that at that time, Christ was the standard of life. Christ was the measure of what excellence is. Christ was the measure of what living by faith, living by the spirit and living in the fullness of God is at that time. So they equated them to it. Glory to God. So your mandate and my mandate as believers in these trying times is to give hope to all those around us. All those connected to us. Not hope in the world but hope that Christ supplies. Hope that comes from the light of God's word. Hope that comes from faith in the knowledge of Christ. Hope that comes from deep-rooted confidence in the power and the blood of Jesus. Hope that comes from the knowledge of the resurrected Christ. That is the hope that we're supposed to give to the world. So when the world looks at us, we tell the world, hope lives here. This is where hope is. Because when you see me, you see hope. Through Jesus, you see Jesus through me and then you see hope. Philippians 2.15 It says that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as light to the world beholding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run or labored in vain. So right now the ball is in our court. It's in you and I to express God in such a way that we force the system of the world to begin to take a second look at us and then they, they and, and, and what we represent the world begins to take a second look at us through the hope in Christ Jesus that we represent a second look at us as a standard of life and living as a new normal where brotherly love and consideration becomes our nature where we become the scripture that the world reads as the new expression of all behavior of all behavior glory to God Jesus was went to see Mary and Martha in John chapter 11 about the story of Lazarus and said Lazarus was dead you know and Martha said to Jesus I know my brother will rise again but Jesus said you don't understand I am the resurrection and the life he who believes in me though he may die he shall live and whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die and Jesus asked that question do you believe this do you believe this do you believe this glory to God it's a matter you don't understand. I am here. I'm the hope of the world. Hope lives here, mother. Mother says, no, I, my brother will rise again. It's a matter you don't understand. As long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. It's a matter you don't understand. Hope lives here. She said, no. Hey, mother said, no. He will rise again. He said, no, I am the resurrection and the life. Glory to God. So he's here. He's here. He's the resurrection and the life. Glory to God. As I close Isaiah chapter 8. It says, for the Lord, verse 11, spoke thus to me with a strong hand and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of these people. Saying, do not say a conspiracy concerning all these people call a conspiracy. Not be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled. It says, the Lord of hosts, him you shall hallow. Let him be your fear. Let him be your dread. He will be as a sanctuary, but a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense to both the house of Israel as a trap and a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. 
and many among them shall stumble. They shall fall and be broken, be snared and taken. Bind up the testimony, seal the law among my disciples. And I will wait on the Lord who hides his face from the house of Jacob. And I will hope in him. He says, here am I. And the children whom the Lord has given me, we are for signs and wonders in Israel. That is the testimony of every believer. That is the testimony of everyone that carries the light of God inside. I'm for signs and I'm for wonder. Glory to God. So you look at a world full of imperfection. Look at a world where imperfection is the, is the normal. is a norm. It becomes our opportunity as children of God to shine as light. No one can offer you perfect behavior. No one. The world cannot deliver perfection. The best of a man is a man. So if you tie your peace or perfection to perfect behavior, you will never have peace. Glory to God. So this time is for you and I to raise up our game to the point where we see the imperfection in the world and in others and it becomes our own inspiration to make a difference and contribute to the global economy and the development of the world. So we look at everything that is going on and we say in this situation, I can make a difference. In this situation, there's a light in me that will shine. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. So what should I do, Pastor? You're asking. This is what you should do. You serve. What does it mean to serve? You solve demonstrable human problems. Demonstrable human problems. The founder of Zoom solved the problem and then the wealth of the Gentiles came to him. You solve demonstrable human problems. And then you push. You push the destiny of others. You determine that as long as I am in the world. As long as I am in the world. And the peace, soccer and strength that somebody needs to keep moving. You push the destiny of others. You tell someone that as long as I am here. I can guarantee you that whenever you cry there is a shoulder to lean on. I can guarantee you that I'll be there for you. I can guarantee you that when you need hope, hope lives here. Hope lives here. That whenever I see you, I want to push you into your destiny. That everything I do, I want you to become everything that God has created you to be. That hope lives here. And then when people look at you, they thank Jesus because of you. They give glory to God because of you. Why? Because hope lives where you are. Glory to God. So finally, Jesus resurrected so, so many can have hope and find meaning to existence. Jesus is resurrected. The grave is empty. It's your turn. To come out of the graves, the graves that we've dug for ourselves in the name of protection, in the name of, you know, protecting our own self. It's time to come out in the name of, of this, this thing they call it temperament in the name of that's who I am in the name of I'm shy in the name of uh, 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 pastor you know I'm a very uh, melancholy person in the name of no me I talk anyhow everybody knows me no we've dug those graves but tonight, today Jesus is saying I've resurrected it's your time to come out so be the light and hope of the system. Offer relief, peace and progress to a world beyond your own. Die for a cause beyond you. 
Stake your life on something. Stake your life on something. Die for a cause beyond you. I told someone in the past week, I said, I will do anything for you. I will do anything for you. Just to make sure that you become everything that God has created you to be. I said, I would give my life to make sure that you step into your destiny and the fulfillment of God's purpose for your life. Die for a cause. Something beyond you. Something that does not directly pay you. It's enough to just stay in the grave. Jesus would have stayed there. But no, he rose up. He rose up. He rose up so that we can have life. He said, the thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So the grave could not hold him down. He resurrected. Glory to God. So that we can have life. And when we have that life, we distribute that life everywhere we go. We come in contact with people. They come in contact with that life. They are engineered. They are fired up. They move up into their destiny. Into what God has called them to do. They are fired up. And they, their life never remains the same. Tell someone, hope lives here. Tell another person, hope lives here. As I go today, I bring hope to my world. I allow the light of Jesus to shine through me. Say, hope lives here. Glory to God. Have you been blessed? Have I helped someone today? Give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands to heaven. Father, I release your blessing upon your people today. I declare in the name of Jesus that this season, this trying times in our nation, in our city, in the global economy, I decree that concerning your people, there will be a separated people in the name of Jesus. There will be a separated people in the name of Jesus. Concerning everything about their life, I declare that nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lost in the name of Jesus. I declare, declare that this season will be your best season yet. In Jesus' name, hope comes alive in you and you become a hope to the world. In Jesus' precious name. Glory to God. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.